Good day to you all. It's Josh Ellis here, back with some more audio bites to brighten your day. Please do forgive my absence for the last eight to nine months. Life became a little chaotic for a bit there, but I promise I haven't died. I'm going to continue trying to remain living. Staple guest and sexy son of a bitch Thomas Rafferty is here with his life stories as a way to ease back into the steady rhythm of gracing your eardrums on a more regular basis. There are some very interesting guests on their way over the coming weeks, so make sure you check back in for new content. If you're listening to the pod, you're clearly already aware of where to find it. Spotify or iTunes are the simplest ways to recommend the podcast to your friends if you're that way inclined. The dark overlords at Google Podcasts seem to feel as though how to lie to women to get them into bed is a far more suitable podcast search result when searching for the explicit term advice for blokes. Get your shit together, Google. Point your internet devices at our Instagram or Facebook pages to see what's happening and give us some feedback. You can leave us a voicemail on 02-9541-8450 if you so desire. I really should check that mailbox sometime soon. Personally, I've been publishing some YouTube content around my time spent out in the bush on two wheels. So you can excite another bodily orifice, that being your eyeballs, if you want to check that out. The channel name is Joshua Ellis. I know, very creative. Anyway, peeps, stay sexy in the face of danger. And always remember, you're not alone out there. Hey, Thomas. Josh, how are you, mate? Cheers, mate. Cheers. I better open this. Yeah. Once you persevere. Yeah. Just watch me fail miserably. Great success. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right, so we're, um, I think, five months hiatus. Has it really been that long? I believe it may have been, yeah. Fuck, that really is a long time, and lots has happened. Not that much, really. Like, everything just went into fucking lockdown. So really nothing's happened for some of us and lots for some, or lots What's in the news. I think the news had a field day for... What's happened for the, the world overall? I think... Um, COVID stuff that was hilarious mm-hmm. um, uh, China's position on that that whole thing I mean that's a convoluted um, position where they, they don't really want an inquest to be done an independent inquest by the rest of the world yeah confusing very a bit suspicious they say no we were 100% honest um, trust is good checking is better yeah sounds uh, like Bill Clinton <laughs> I um yeah I, I don't really know what to um what to make of that whole situation but anyway yeah I stopped paying attention uh it just got a bit mad I was like I think I personally need a break from constantly every single day watching news social media and opinions and conspiracies and we're all gonna die I like I did like the the COVID um five G stuff that, that was my favorite was, yeah. we did send some to each other they yeah, were amazing it was, it was brilliant um <laughs> still no proof that they're not connected no <laughs> except that new zealand uh has been installing more 5g towers and they're now down to no cases right okay i mean correlation is not causation though when it yeah. comes to <laughs> disproving that covid isn't not caused by 5g radiation mm. Mm. it's not a strong case convoluted statement yeah that was great yeah uh, yeah. And the uh, the the Karens 
meme really got legs during COVID. It definitely did. Because Karens are also anti-vax and they think that 5G caused COVID. <laughs> and they were the ones who were complaining on all of the community pages about people not wearing face masks. Uh, while oh. having holes cut in the front of them. Yeah. That was a great video. I loved seeing people driving around in their car wearing their face mask. <laughs> Quite enjoyed that. Oh, God. Um, you guys are the reason that we can't have nice things. Yes. If you drive around in your car with a face mask on, I can't overstate this. You're a fucking piece of shit, kitty fiddler. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> All the people that wore gardening gloves um, and whatever they could put around their mouth and go to Coles. <laughs> well, that would, so I saw one guy walking into Coles wearing um, decent enough face mask. Look, look pro. Pro mm. as fuck. Um, rubber gloves, like not, not dishwashing gloves, but like proper surgical yep. gloves and no shoes. <laughs> I don't know if you can contract COVID-19 via your feet, but look. you also, like, you're just as likely to get it through your feet as you are through your hands. The whole thing with the gloves really fucking pissed me off because there's people going around wearing these gloves. Now, doctors wear the gloves so that they're not tr transmitting germs to you, the patient. They change the gloves between each Every patient. Time. They throw the old ones in the bin because they've got germs on them presumably AIDS gonorrhea whatever everything yeah and then these r retarded pieces of shit are walking around wearing fucking rubber gloves everywhere <coughs> pardon me nicely done <coughs> so that really pissed me off just we discovered a lot about humanity the toilet paper hoarders oh, I for fuck I forgot that even happened I bought a bidet because that happened mm. it was easier for me one to of those cheap $15 Bunnings ones no no I spent like 250 bucks did you? Yeah. Bola. Yeah, it is good. Well done. It was um, it was good until the cold weather came and I, I cheaped out on the hot water system. So right. So I was not a baller. I was a tight ass in the baller zone. So <laughs> you're a tight ass with a wet ass. <laughs> yeah. I did have a quick gander at your bidet. Uh, I, I wasn't game to try it. I just feel like that's something that I didn't need in my life that day. <sighs> I think we'd watch uh, one of the UFC events. Yeah, and we probably had spicy wings. Probably yeah. a good option, to be honest. <laughs> May well have been. Um, it actually was a lot. Not like we ran out of toilet paper, but it was like one of those moments of like, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, well, I think my mum in Sydney, she said, uh, Josh, I'll bring up some toilet rolls for you. Actually, the, the, at the beginning of the whole COVID thing, I got like deathly sick. Deathly sick. I got yeah, a really we thought you had flu. COVID. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping. Would have like, been cool. Yeah. I would have been the first person on the coast. Yep. Um, <laughs> and the whole reason I was convinced that I did is because there was a chick that started working with me in Sydney who um, had flown in from China like one week before. And then she just kept disappearing to her doctor. Like, I just have to go and see my doctor. No, no, I don't have COVID. And I'm like, bitch, please. Come on. <laughs> So I was convinced. China. <laughs> I was convinced that would have been a great audio grab that I, I should have fucking put on the board. We're Fuck. still stuck with. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can tell we're out of um, out of sorts. Yeah. Very hard look, I'm out of practice. Uh, but the um, yeah. So I was convinced, and I, like I got a proper. It was definitely a proper flu, mm. um, and just sunk me like a like a bag of shit. It was not. Yeah, it was not pleasant. Terrible. I lost five kilos. That was good. Um, definitely. Pain relief, eh, 
but it was all just Panadol and Nurofen stuff. Nothing particularly exciting. It's always, um, it's always that. But yeah, so that was that was fun. And then I was the very first patient that was allowed to be tested by the uh, the Gosford Testing Clinic. And then you know a couple of weeks later, they're, they're just throwing that out willy nilly. You didn't have to lie like I did to get in there and get tested. Not a fun experience getting that shit stuck well up your nose. Was it Daniel's? Or in the mouth, because I've been seeing them do throat and nose. Oh, ah, right. No, yeah, it's just nose. It looks awful. Yeah, she just says, oh, this is going to be uncomfortable. And then goes, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was watching mm. Dana White. It's up to number seven because of all the UFC events. Yeah, right. They yeah. started, he always puts a video up and it started down the nose first. And the last two of them done straight uh, down the throat. <laughs> yeah, lunch would be coming up if you did that to me. Not a, yeah, They've got it? a drive-through testing clinic at um bottom of my work. Do they? Yeah, um, I tried to go to that one actually because uh, what they say, I called them because I I ended up in this really fucked position, which I did express to um, some of the (coughs) health workers, where I wasn't allowed to go to a doctor, but I needed I needed treatment and antibiotics probably, and yeah, I definitely needed antibiotics. Actually, the course of antibiotics I got put on fucking floored me. It was like moxicillin, like really strong dose. Yeah, it was like uh, it was like next level shit. I sent. Pretend yeah. like my doctors. Moxicillin yeah. five hundred milligrams. Moxicillin is just mold. <laughs> yeah. like, they're, they're all of all of them are. Yeah. But um, yeah, the the antibiotics fucking knocked me about, so I had to take two big ones. Cool first thing in the morning before I ate anything, yeah. uh, and that would just yeah knock me for six, and then uh, two in the evening as well. But yeah, there was this weird shit position where I got tested on the Monday. They said our, the test results will take up to four days to come back. And then come the Tuesday, Wednesday, I was in so much pain. I definitely needed antibiotics to get something started. Called the doctor, said, look, I need antibiotics. Can you guys just pres- prescribe them over the phone? She said, the doctor can talk to you over the phone, but the doctor cannot prescribe medication over the phone and you are not allowed to come to the surgery because you are sick, but you don't have your test results yet. She's not sure if you're so or if not. I needed antibiotics, I had to go to the emergency ward. That's fucking shit. That's, That's the worst place. Yeah, it's the better of having place. you go to a small general yeah. practitioner than go to, you know, Gosford Emergency Department and you might have COVID. Yeah, touch it, everything and cough yeah, everywhere. Exactly. Fucking great idea. Yeah, it was horrendous. It was a uh, that that part wasn't a, wasn't a fun experience. But I'm, back to my original point, I had like four or five rolls of toilet paper left over when the whole thing finished. Jeez. I think the last last lot I bought, I bought six and then I bought 12 rolls um, for the, the long weekend festivities that we had here at the farm. Oh, uh, yeah, we would have needed it. But we didn't, still unopened. Oh. Yeah, turns out, well, there was I think there was only three front bums here. Only three front bums, yeah. Three or four. And how many of us? And there was six. Plenty of dudes. Shit, we didn't shit that much. No. I definitely shit really badly the next day. <laughs> did we have wings? No, we didn't. Oh, yeah, we didn't have wings. Thanks, Noah. No, we did. No, yeah, we, we did. We, we, had we didn't have my wings, though. Which ones? The bagged? I was going to put them in the smoker. Ah, oh, right, right, right. But we did, we did have wings on the Barbie. Yeah, they're good. The, 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 problem, the one that absolutely knocked me about was um, the sausages from the Saturday night. I ate one on the Sunday night once. When I came back, they had still been on the barbecue all day. I was really hungry. We'd been riding, mm. did a 140-kilometer round trip to St. Albans on the, on the dirt bikes, and then, uh, yeah, came back, and I'm like, hmm, that looks tasty. <laughs> Gave the rest to the dog. And oh, then, God. Yeah, one o'clock in the morning, my 
bowels decided well actually they decided to send it northward first so oh, i went over and had a shit. few it's weird waking up from a dream where you need to vomit like in the dream i'm like and as i'm waking up i'm going oh thank fuck that's only a dream like, <laughs> nope no i still need to vomit really bad like, so I just trudged my ass the 64 meters across to the bathroom old oh, fuck what looked like ash and then like yeah cool i feel heaps better now went back to bed and then woke up an hour later with the uh, the fiery belly trying to uh, oh make Lord. its way out of my annals. Fuck. It wasn't fun. And then, did you hear the story about the stolen motorbikes? <laughs> no, not the story. I saw the post. Yeah, so the post, so, um, so quarter past two-ish, I'm sitting there violently shitting water. And uh, keep in mind, it's quarter past two in the morning. Mm. I had two mates staying in here in the shed, Dan and Vinny. And then I heard a dirt bike absolutely fucking hooking up my road and for those that don't know that my road is a, a rural road there's no reason for people to to come Even up this come, road yeah. it's a bit of a dead end basically so this and particularly two o'clock in the morning a dirt bike mm-hmm. odd uh so i'm like well i can't really do anything my ass is hanging out of my body at this <laughs> point so listen to them go past and then um came back across to the shed so i could uh go back to sleep and then my door was locked what had happened is Dan and Vinny had heard the bike and they'd gotten up to go out and have a look, not realising that I was over there <laughs> taking a shit. They thought I was in bed. So they've had a look and then gone back to bed. So uh, Josh is in bed. Yeah. From their point of view, what they've heard is some really weird commotion outside with the dirt bike and then come back inside and then they hear, Guys. <laughs> So I remember Vinny going, the fuck is that? (laughs) So they're they're thinking whatever's going on outside, some dude's just rocked up to the shed to be like, I'm also taking your bike. Yeah, get out of the way. Yeah. So it was a a weird thing. And then, um, yeah, saw the post up the next day that some dude had two of his bikes pinched from nearby. Um, And then I asked the guy across the road to dig out some of his footage around that time. And he said 2.19am is when uh, the motorbike went past. And I I saw the footage, forwarded it on to the... The dude who, uh, who lost his nicked. bikes. Fucking hell. It sucks. I really fucking hate that whole... Like, People are cunts. It's just a sh- like just such a fucking dick move to go and fucking pinch somebody's motorbike like that. Like, the, the worst part is I'm going to take the thing that brings you joy and have joy in it myself. That's like, for me, ethically and as a human being, that's the part I really struggle with. Like, if you pinch a can of coke from a fucking convenience store whatever the case is yeah like you're still a piece of shit but But. these guys have actively gone out of their way to seek these motorbikes out and then pinch them from this dude's house and then what they're going to take them out to some farm in the middle of fucking nowhere and then ride them share them amongst their friends and have a giggle and a laugh about the fact that they paid nothing for these motorbikes surely that has to be the most stolen I feel like it's the most stolen thing other than maybe cars are more stolen, but I feel like over the years, the amount of times I've heard about people's motor, motorbikes, like motorbikes yeah. being stolen, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. There was like a massive uh, run of bikes getting stolen from like Lizaro, Narara, Arimba and ending yeah. up at um, Lake Macquarie. Oh, really? Yeah, they'd end up dumped or whatever up there. So they'd strip them and then all... Yeah, joyride them and then fucking okay. strip them and dump them. What's happening heaps? Dick move. Yeah, I remember if a you, cop telling us about it at the bike shop. If you guys do that, go fucking shoot yourself <coughs> in the face. I hope, I hope you and your kids die in a fucking house fire. <laughs> <laughs> I can't overstate that. Uh, I hope you get raped with some barbed wire. 
Oh, the old PVC pipe with the barbed wire treat inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we used to do in school. Yeah, <laughs> that was always a good laugh at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what yeah. else has been going on after um, COVID? Well, it's still happening, I guess, but I mean, cases are very low and we're almost back to normality. Hence, if you go to the shops, it's like fucking Christmas and every cunt's there not following any social distancing measures whatsoever. Well, I, even when we were in the height of the COVID situation, the, the whole treatment at Bunnings was very confusing for me because Bunnings is quite a substantial store in mm-hmm. terms of square meterage. Yeah. But they'd only allow X amount of people inside the store at any one time. And what they would do is on the weekends when it got busy, they would make you queue up outside where you were forced to stand next to another human being. Yes. As opposed to if they just let everyone in the store and said, look, you're moving around. Just keep your fucking distance from each other. We understand most of you are disgusting human beings. Treat the others as such. Um, That would have made way more sense to me. But no, no, you will force you to stand outside and their lines were, you know, hour and a half long to get into the store. (laughs) I couldn't understand that. That, to me, made absolutely no sense whatsoever. It, was, it made more sense. I went, was going there a little bit, and I remember going in before they changed all the rules. It was COVID was happening. It was, mm. We were in lockdown. We are in fun times. We are in the fun times. I was yeah. working from home, and I went in there, and, yeah, you just walked in, and everyone was moving around. It was surprisingly busy. Then all of a sudden, because they were getting hung out to dry by people being like, oh, these guys aren't doing anything different. Mm. Um, then you turn up and there's a fucking line. I mean, the line to get into the trade section, so pull in with a ute. And now, especially the Bunnings, yeah. you can only have two vehicles. The third vehicle blocks the entire entrance. Mm. So I was... Oh, that's right. It does two on the way third in. Third in line. And I'm, oh, everyone's there like, eh. I'm like, shit. what the fuck where, do you expect do me I to go? do? I need to get into the trade <laughs> section and load my ute up. <laughs> God damn it. So they're letting a, only a handful of vehicles in at a time. Yeah. And then when I went in, I remember noticing how long, like I was on my own loading like a whole retaining wall into the back of the ute <laughs> and all the cars that were in the same aisle as me were there for so fucking long. I'm like, I don't think, I think whoever's waiting now is waiting the whole time until all of us are done. Like <laughs> would have been half an hour at least just that sitting sucks. there at the fucking queue. What uh, a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I, I mean, you know. can't fit too much in there anyway normally the you know you get past the boom gate and you park down the corridors i mean you're probably going to wait in your car until there's a parking spot to get into what you need i I actually really like the idea of the drive-through like trade area there i I think i'll probably just do that from now on anyway what's good you fill up there and you walk down the aisles come back pay grab your ute out (laughs) and and straight out the only downside being that that dude like properly looks over your receipt and properly looks through all your shit mm-hmm. fuck that guy yeah the last guy was really like real funny about it. i've had two that were hell chill and i'm like mm. you might want to move like some of the shit there i could have stolen so much the last guy was like fucking fine tooth comb picking through the you looked in the back fucking want to look in the back of the car because i got uh. tinted windows you couldn't see in the back <laughs> it's like, jesus mate i don't know how much shit actually gets taxed from bunnings there'd oh, be heaps of stuff it'd be stolen. insane how much gets stolen ridiculous it would it'd be a line item on their budget plan. If you <laughs> if you tax some shit from Bunnings, uh, like, okay, again, you're a piece of shit, but... Fair game. Fair game. Eh, good for you. I still think that fucking um, self-serve any Woolworths or Coles and you're not getting caught. Fair game. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see on here that you have 18 lots of potatoes. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> it got so loose that, like, you roll in with a trolley on this side and you scan one thing and then you just turn your trolley to this side... And yeah, pack the trolley. <laughs> pack the trolley. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? And no one's checking anything. Like, I don't know if they're scared of confrontations, but they just do the 
I love confrontations. One of my favorite things. Oh, I had a funny confrontation uh, yesterday. So, speaking of Bunnings. Do tell. <laughs> speaking of Bunnings, um, I was on the road bike and I had Addison on the back. Um, and then she's quite enjoying that. Hmm. And then uh, we rode down to um, Bado Bay, bought her a jacket and some gloves. We did go to um, Two Wheel Obsession at West Gosford to see if we could get some um, kids safety gear for her, but they didn't have any. They'll have some in this week, so we'll go okay. back and try some on. Um, so rode de- all the way down Wyong Road to, to Bado Bay. On the way back, coming past Bunnings, so the, the roundabout there, mm-hmm. it's a two-lane roundabout. We're in the left-hand lane. A car turns out of the Bunnings uh, area. Mm-hmm turning right to head the same way that we're heading. Yep. So left-hand lane, so let him go, give way as I'm supposed to, and then we're coming out the other side and we're doing a similar speed, me slightly faster than him, but again, like we're doing 30 or 40 maybe, mm. and no indicator, cut straight in front of me, and I've jumped straight on the anchors as hard as I could uh, without washing out, and he's, only, he's still only missed me by maybe 150 mil or something. Holy shit. So I pull out and around him, knowing that I've got my daughter on the back, and I just wave to him at the window and then I just make the like the eyes sign like use your fucking eyes you piece of shit (laughs) and then he didn't give me what I considered a reasonable uh, apology to me it seemed (laughs) he didn't tell me to get fucked but he just looked at me and he kind of threw up his hands like what (sighs) what and so I'm like okay daughter on the back not going to make this dangerous but she needs to know that you shouldn't be pushed around. So I ride up in front of this dude and I'm just doing the speed limit and I'm just sort of putting my hand out to say, hey man, pull over, pull over, pull over. And I'm making the like, I just want to talk mm. signal. Not like I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just doing the like, let's have a chat about this because I'm, I'm a bit pissed off about this situation. And look, I'm, I'm wearing a dark helmet, dark visor. And you are tall. Well, he doesn't know that. And I've got, I've got a fucking Little a midget on the back with blonde hair coming out of a helmet. Like he's not going to be too intimidated by that. So he goes to turn into the shopping center and then I go to turn in as well. He decides I'm not doing that anymore. So he continues straight along the road. So I'm doing 40, 45, 50 maybe. Just saying, like indicating pull over, pull over, pull over. Uh, I get it. Probably looked a little bit threatening, but again... He's seeing my hand signal saying pull over and I've got a child on the back with blonde hair hanging out of a helmet. Like he can't be thinking, oh, I'm going to die And he doesn't have to get out of the car. He can just do the window down. Yeah. Um, So we uh, go all the way past the shopping center, turn left. He turns left as well. I pull into the right-hand lane um, going up there next to the Coles entrance. Um, I'm in the right-hand lane and I put my visor up and I just stop. And he pulls over. Ne- he pulls up in the left-hand lane, puts his window down, and he says, "You're fucking blocking traffic." And I'm like, "I'm fully aware of that, but we need to have a conversation." He's like, "Fine, come up here and do it in the car park." So we pull up into the top-level car park. He pulls around. I pull in uh, just next to him, and I'm not pissed off. I'm not wanting yeah. to fight or anything. I'm like, I just need to let you know what you did was a fucking dick move, and you didn't apologize correctly. Because we all fuck up. Mm. I pulled into in front of people before, not realizing oh, yeah, they were my too. blind spot. Exceptionally apologetic. Mm. I have definitely fucked up. I'm really, really sorry. Ha- palms yeah. open. Like, I'm really sorry. Yeah, you know. Fuck. Um, so he gets out, tattoos on his forearms, and I don't know. He's 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 not a tall dude. He's probably you know five seven, lean figure, mm. um, probably mid forties. And so I just put up my visor and I'm like, 
mate, are you going to use your fucking eyes or not? <laughs> He's like, what? I'm fucking sorry. I'm like, that's not how you apologise. He's like, mate, look, I ride as well. And yeah, I get it. You, you've got your daughter on the back. I can understand. Look, I'm fucking sorry. Fucking and sorry. I went, okay, cool. That's all it took. Fist bump. Have a good afternoon. <laughs> Just head spinning all afternoon. Yeah, exactly. like, Fuck, what happened there? God damn it, I was so angry. And yeah, then nothing, I don't I know like what to dick. do now. <laughs> I hope you're watching sometime. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, man. Look, I, again, I, I've got no problems. If he thought that putting his palms up, not out, like palms out to me says, I'm sorry, palms up is like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I definitely don't care. Yeah. Body language is a weird thing. It is strange, isn't it? Um, and then, uh, so that was, that was that confrontation. Oh, I've, um, I've lined up a pretty fucking awesome, um, guest for Tuesday what, night. Better than me? Oh, Raph, nobody could be better than you. Hmm. The, his name's, uh, his name's Adam Burke. He's my old MMA coach. Oh, really? Yeah. He, um, he's, uh, he's going to talk all about it on the, on, on the pod, but, um, he's not long out of prison. Got involved with um, some bad people doing some bad things. Ooh, um, could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's interesting. He's, uh, he's a bit in more interesting than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I notice you're wearing like an army or a fat- fatigue color. What, what would you call that? Uh, camo, camo colored North Face jacket. Not to, not to be seen. Yeah, <laughs> the, one of the photos that he's got on Facebook is him actually wearing army camo gear oh, because he right. was in the army. <laughs> <laughs> the real reason you should be wearing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not to hide yourself in public. Not because it's a little bit cold in, you know, the inner west. <laughs> I know, and it's North Face too. Yeah, I keep exactly. seeing memes about the North Face. Uh, the Batuta <laughs> had one about um, inner west man. It's also a noisy jacket. North, yeah. North Face puffer vest to go to the Blue Mountains for the weekend. I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Glad I didn't get my vest out. So you- <laughs> You see those memes because you were talking about all the RM, RM Williams memes that you were seeing oh, and then next time I saw you, you're like, I had them, hey, yeah. got some new RM Williams. The shit thing is I'd wanted them for years and then it turned into a, a joke. Yeah. If you wanted them 10 years ago, you needed to own a farm and, and drive an AU ute with a bull bar on it and <laughs> heaps of aerials. I love the disparity in the brand is that super cheap sell RM Williams leather steering wheel covers for $30. <laughs> Oh, they do too. It's so fucking cheap. Yeah. And then they sell... It'll be a license deal on that one. And then yeah. the same as probably the stickers you put on your uh, your VS with uh, mud flaps. Yeah. Like the massive bull horns on the back. Yeah. It's def- It's almost like... What's that when- is that a Brahma, Brahma bull? Is that what that is? Oh, I've got no idea. But it's the same as when Mongoose bikes were sold at department stores with and the clothing. And then so if you had a Mongoose BMX from a shop... Everyone mm. was like, oh, you got a Kmart bike? Ah, oh, right. But yeah, it was yeah. like, no, this is a fucking licensing deal completely separate. But that's what's happened with... Because um, Kmart and Target usurped a whole bunch of um, popular brands from, from the 90s and early 2000s. So Because they bought um, Ripco. I can't remember which one bought Shit. it. Ripco, Bad Boy. I remember Bad Boy. I remember being a kid and that happening. Uh, Mossimo. Yep. Um, they got a new one recently. Mambo, I think, as well. I think so too. But because Mambo died in the fucking ass. I know that bad. was like an Remember alternate. those loud shirts? I know the really loud shirts that were like acid wash, bright colours with crazy. Hilarious, gra- and it was like eighty five dollars for a shirt. Yeah, which back in the day was five hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what has all been? Aaron Williams value. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what that guy move on to do? The guy, the artist, Mambo. Yeah, Deus. Oh, really? Ex Machina. Is that what he moved on to? Yeah. So he built up the Mambo brand, sold it for a fuck ton of cash um, before it started to Mm. die. And then, uh, yeah, he started Deus. 
It's so funny um, that selling your soul to the devil type thing. Like you'd think selling, well, you wouldn't think, some people may think, but um, selling $500 Mongoose BMX bikes at a bike shop would create more revenue for Mongoose than selling $150 fucking department store bikes. Well, we've got fucking news for you. The department store sales on bikes and helmets, mm. <laughs> it's millions and millions of dollars. In oh, in it's terms of fucking crazy. You mean in terms of like their aggregated turnover? Oh my God, it's yeah. insane. Because they buy container loads of the shit. Well, yeah, right? that's the deal. Yeah. The deal is it's phenomenal. To get the licensing deal, yeah, you got to buy this many. They're like, <clears throat> yeah, cool. That's one week. So you have <laughs> 51 other weeks to go. <laughs> there is an interesting... Um, interesting paradigm there where yeah you walk into a kmart or whatever it was and and you do see a mongoose bike there and you're like 150 bucks they, they were fucking amazing they were when i was a kid and started in 74 and everyone thought that well they were the fucking ducks nuts whoever had a mongoose it was yeah true like that was the cool thing to have and as growing up was not cool what were those wheels called that uh toughies? tough wheels yeah toughies you yeah. can buy tough twos from um where you can get them. The distributor in Queensland still sells them. I think they retail for like two ninety nine, um, and they're like a brand new version. So you're not buying old stock. Right. They're remade new Tufts for 300 bucks. So we have guys come to the bike shop and they've got an old bike and they're like, I want to restore these Tufts. And you're like, eh, why don't you just buy new ones? They're 300. They're like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like, wow. Yeah, man, you can get some freshies on there. Like in terms of integrity structure, I'm assuming that, there's probably fuck all difference between that and spokes. In fact, a spoked wheel is probably stronger. Yep, and lighter, and they don't straighten in the freezer like everyone tells you. It's the best myth ever. Everyone comes in the store and they go, remember those tough wheels, mate? You probably, before your time, used to put them in the freezer, straighten them right out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, buddy, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Fucking love that. I just had a quick Google. Brahmin cattle, so I think it is a Brahmin bull that um, you see with the, the like really long horns. That's the R.M. Williams. Is that the ones that get the really, really long ones that they competitively kind of grow them? I believe so, yeah. They're ridiculous. Its scientific name is Bals Taurus Indicus. That's a fucking... So it's like, it almost sounds like Boss Bull Weed. You, Boss Bull Cannabis. You, you like took my thought process <laughs> out of my head. That was <laughs> Bals Taurus Indicus. That sounds like a name for a CBD brand in Australia. <laughs> still can't get Register CBD. trademark. Register trademark. Register trademark. You can't. Um, you still can't buy CBD oil legally here in Australia. I got some. I imported some from uh, from Holland. I just got some from a Byron Bay company. And they've been smashing the Instagrams and been doing heaps of promos. Yeah, right. They're setting up a web store. Um, fuck, I can't believe I've forgotten their name. It's terrible. Um, Piece of shit. I know. It's so far so good. You probably still motorbikes. Yeah, I do. Piece of shit. So, when you, lose so you can buy it legally. Is that what you're saying? Because I tried to buy it um, eight months ago or so when I was trying to um, get my head straight, dealing with anxiety and whatever. I found it completely fucking useless, but I imported some from uh, Holland and the parcel showed up within seven days i got mine and it stunk so fucking strongly of weed oh really like the envelope fucking stunk so strongly of weed. i'm like in it at all no no but the the cbd oil itself fucking stunk oh, and taste because it wasn't it wasn't a flavored one it was no like, this is the same it's like an extract yeah this is an extract and it's stinky it smells and so i all i could think was what the fuck were those dogs, dogs doing, doing? That <laughs> no, no, weeds well, the funniest thing weed is the strongest smell like I can't smell any drug, but you can fucking smell weed. No, like, definitely. It's yeah. Coke has a very definite smell to it. I remember someone Diesel. I used to go to music festivals with used to deliberately carry a joint 
thinking I'll get the little <laughs> slap on the hand because the stinky joint will distract him. Because <laughs> he's got 18 kilos of coke in his ass. He's got 45 <laughs> pingers in his foreskin. <laughs> he's just docking them, ready for discharge. It's like a Pez dispenser at the boys' toilets. He's <laughs> not too jerking off, no. He's, he's dispensing MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good though yeah that was amazing but um yeah it was only 85 bucks it was really really um actually it was yeah it was 85 like a thing of thousand milligram um which is i fucking don't know how much 17 drops is one mil oh well, it's not gonna help us with the maths is it it's not gonna help us no. so it was an eyedropper yeah an eyedropper it's a decent fucking size though it's like the bottle's okay. like that big yeah right yeah it's good i've had it for a couple of nights and i noticed that i just seemed to sleep quite peacefully really and I wake up feeling really refreshed yeah I don't know but I, I mean I'm going to need to like have a diary I'm going to have to have a diary for like the whole bottle and then mm. make notes of how many drops did I drink any alcohol what did I eat did I do exercise so mm. to even prove if it really works would be fucking difficult oh yeah well every single bit of research that I read on it said maybe mm. that's everything that I the, read I heard more good things about like the ointments for anti-inflammatory okay. than I've heard about any real benefit from CBD oil. Like mm. you see every UFC fighter has a deal with some sort of brand and they all spruik it. But I mean, they spruik shit energy drinks. So I can't trust those cunts. That is true. But I think, I mean, think heard like Rogan and some of his buddies talk about the anti-inflammatory properties more than anything. They, they never talk about, Oh, yeah, get on CBD oil helps so much with this. They're like, no, use the ointment for anti-inflammatory or get this CBD product for anti-inflammatory. Right. It seems okay. that that actually is. I think it's more proven that it does that. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think the jury's still out on that one. Mm. I know the one that you smoke works. <laughs> Gives you anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I, I already told you the story, but I, um, I'll, I'll air it for the for the peeps out there. I. Managed to um, place my hands on some cannabis and um, I had bad experiences smoking cannabis when I was younger mm. because I just, like every time I smoked, I would just green the fuck out. Like I tried it a bit when I was 18 with my ex, um, ex-girlfriend at that stage. And then, um, yeah, we giggled and laughed and whatever. And then apparently I wasn't like rolling it correctly or whatever. So we just wait while Raph... Fucking Unfurls. I'm just tangled myself. Unfurls his north face. Into my other north face. Camo, yeah. <laughs> Double north facing. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's just layers and layers. I hear you like north face in your north face. <clears throat> so we put north face in your north face. So yeah, so I... um, So that was good. And then I went to a dude I worked with and he's like, oh yeah, no, you've, you've just been like smoking weed poorly. Here, let me, uh, let me pack you a cone. So... I did that and then um, 20 minutes later I went and had a sleep in his bathtub and then vomited in his bathtub and then got myself home somehow I can't remember whether someone picked me up or my ex drove or whatever the case was but I'm like yeah so turns out weed's probably not for me mm. and then over the years I've tried it again and yeah. exactly the same result for the most part and then so I was sitting here and I'm like you know what I should probably stop drinking so much and weed conceptually is not bad for your body sure illegal but i could drive to canberra and fucking smoke it freely so mm -hmm. i don't feel so bad so i rolled a really nice joint like, i'm not very good at rolling cigarettes or joints in general mm. but this one was really it was like 
tight like a Taylor cigarette and oh, yeah. I'd spun it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Had a filter in there as well because I'm obviously gay. <laughs> and then uh, lit it up, smoked half of it and then just on the couch whilst watching TV and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm seeing this little bit of a high that people talk about. <laughs> so I wait 20, 25 minutes, half an hour and I'm like, Nah, I'm feeling pretty good. The other half of the joint's still there. No, that's not a good idea. <laughs> so I'd shift that and I remember being like three puffs into oh the second half God. of the joint and going, oh. Everything you're saying right now is making oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to last a while, isn't oh, it? God. So then I was trying to watch um, Community on Netflix, which is quite a funny show, I assume. But I couldn't make any fucking sense of the storyline. So I'm like, okay, I need to put myself into a place where I'm comfortable and familiar because I'm greening out on my own. This is going to be a couple of hours of of rocky territory. So I'm like, oh, bad boys. I've watched that a million times. I'll feel very comfortable watching this. And 10 minutes in, I'm like, I don't remember this happening. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Taylor in it. Holy fucking shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I couldn't make any fucking sense of the movie whatsoever. So I determined... And I could hear um, you, Connor, and Bensky messaging on our Facebook... Our group chat, yeah. And I could hear the messages and I'm like, I can't respond. Like, there's absolutely no way that I oh can possibly partake in this conversation. I don't even know what it says. I'm not even, not even going to bother reading it. She just wrote SOS. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, the only option here is to go to bed. So I get up, slowly walk my way across to the bed. And then sat down and spent, I'm guessing, five to ten minutes trying to figure out how to get my sheets down so that I could get into bed. <laughs> I remember just looking at my sheets going, oh, this was easy yesterday. Fuck me. I can't remember how this works. And then eventually I've managed to get the sheets down and then in my head I'm like, they might spring back quickly. <laughs> so I've launched myself into the bed and just... Pull the cover straight up over my head. Oh. Like, okay, this is me. I'm done. And then two hours oh, no. later, I wake up busting for a piss. I don't like that. And I sit up and go, oh, fuck, I'm still baked. Oh, <laughs> shit, really? Yeah, fuck me. so two hours later. I fucking hate that. I'm a bit similar to you, but I've at certain times, I've got used to smoking, but usually been in such a group scenario that it'll be puff, puff, give, yes. and yep. then... I'll get a good break or it might not come back to me. Mm. And then was kind of recently, I had a similar case of we're all a bit older. So the usuals were like, nah, I don't feel like <laughs> it. So me and three, two others were puff, puff, pass, puff, puff, pass, puff, puff, pass, flick the roach <laughs> and then play a bit of poker. <laughs> and then pull out another joint and I don't say no. Oh, no. So by the time it came to finish the game of poker and sat on the couch, I'm like <laughs> gripping on the fucking, like the world is just spiraling out of control. I was like, no, oh, fucking hell sops. I went and spewed like everything, weeks and weeks of vomit. Oh, really? Yeah, and then had Jesus. to try and text the missus to come rescue me. <laughs> And then was crying in the car on the way home. <laughs> was this at chickens? Yeah. <laughs> I was crying. I was in the car crying. Get me home, babe. Get me home. I don't know how anything works. <laughs> Make it stop. And then she was like, we've fucking told you before. It's puff, puff, give. 
And I was like, I oh, know, I'll get puff puff give motherfucker tattooed on my thigh. So if I'm in shorts in springtime when we get a joint out, I'll be like, you should, oh. just, you should just get no things tattooed on your forehead. <laughs> I really like two puffs is good. Well, I learned my mistake because last time I had weed, I literally went pass and then it came back to me and went no thanks and then someone else got stitched up <laughs> Connor just sat there just the whole thing and then I was really high but really really happy about it I was like this is good I'm like geez I'm fucking glad I didn't go again like Whoo. and then I look at him and he's like <laughs> I was like that's yeah can't do that no thanks that was uh, that reminds me of a couple of years ago where we first bought this place and pretty much where we're sitting right here, you, myself and a bunch of the other guys were sitting around and a joint came out um, and it started getting passed around and I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm definitely good for this. And <laughs> I remember it, was, it was a decent packed joint. It was passing around a couple of times. I remember the second time it came around, I'm like, okay, all right, we'll see what happens here. And then five minutes later, it's coming back around again. And I started to get into that space where I where I green out. I'm like, oh, I'm having trouble keeping track of the oh conversation. God. And I it ends up being like I'm watching a tennis match. I just watch the conversation yeah. happen. Like I just turn my head. Oh no. Uh, and I'm like, okay, all right, just hold on. I lasted like that for about 20 minutes, and then came good on the other side of it. Oh, so you're I lucky. Just I'm dodged it. I'm glad now that I like learnt my bad lesson, proved my theory of just. You can get high off two puffs, yep. which is, you know, I don't care what people think of that. Fuck, go suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Any more than that, and I'm on the ground. Like gravity has won. Just glued to the earth while it's spinning around the sun. You're, you're not understanding gravity at that point either. No. I thought we should we should go full Joe Rogan though and just do it on the podcast and have the most retarded content ever. <laughs> I could probably find some somewhere. Actually, some, <laughs> I should just do a um, a can bong. Um, some of the one of the funniest podcasts I think I've ever watched was um, I think Joey Diaz has a, had a guest on some chick, but it was edibles and mm. um, him and Lee are talking, and Lee's obviously always on another dimension, yep. and he realizes that this guest hasn't spoken for a while <laughs> and he's fucking way with the fairies. So Joey's like, cocksuckers. Yeah. You know, he's just the carrying on. This motherfucker's. He's like, hey, you're right. You're right, cocksucker. <laughs> and then you hear like the, oh, someone, right. someone pull the, this was the guest. The guest is like, okay. oh, and he's like, you're good. You're good. They're like trying to eat. Oh, and they start standing up, banging the mic, kick the table. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. He's like, let's get you in the spare room. They open the door. Lee, open the door for it. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to um, who is that uh, uh, Owen Benjamin when he was on uh, the Church of What's Happening Now as well that's right greened the fuck out hardcore oh, hilarious he's had a, he has a, there's a compilation at the moment because I think he's had three guests but one of the best is this black comedian female black comedian mm. flips but she fucking drove home <laughs> She left. She was like, oh, I just got to go. I got to go. I got to go. He gets to the gut and she gets to a fucking set of lights and can't go anymore. <laughs> she calls her son and she's literally in a set of lights. Just, just fucking not understanding. Oh, I got no idea what's going on. And her son took her to the hospital. The, the hospital thought that she was a drug addict. And her son's like, what the fuck? I didn't know mom took drugs. <laughs> it, was fuck, so it was fuck. It was good. Um, there was a, th I'll see if I can dig out the order of it. Cops called, um, cops called 911. This is when they get too high on weed. Yeah. Cause they confiscated some weed. smoked it. Yeah, fucking I'll amazing. Dig that audio. <laughs> <Cops eat. laughs> 
Brownies. Uh, here, here we go. Here, we'll see uh, if we've got the audio working. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm having an overdose of the show with my wife. Okay, you and your wife? Yes. Overdose of what? Marijuana. <laughs> it had something in it. Okay. Can you please send rescue? Okay, how old are you? I'm 28, 29 years old, and my wife is uh, 26. Please come. 26? Yes, please. Have you guys been drinking also? What? Have you guys been drinking today too? No, that's it. No, and is there any weapons in the house? No, please come. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> Please, just, please, please come. Do you guys have fever or anything? No, I'm just, I think we're dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, we made brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I've greened out like that before, but just always had the knowledge. Was told very early on in any of my drug experiences that no matter how bad you feel, it wears off eventually. <laughs> just hang in there, buddy. You'll be okay. <laughs> Every green out. Oh, hold the ground. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Hold the ground. I'm. Yeah. I'm not. I. I happily try LSD at some point in my life, but <laughs> I've been advised to only do it during day. Yeah, I've been given the same advice, but never before I had it. Oh, I had, really? I had, um, <laughs> I had liquid. I film. Did I tell this during the podcast before? I don't think so. I've told other drug stories. Um, yeah, liquid dropper acid. Jesus. It just blew you away. It was like, had it, nothing's happening. You know, feel like I'm skipping through a field in daisies, drinking beer in the sun shining, and then wake up in the middle of an intersection in Northern Beaches like, whoa, where the fuck are we? Oh, like time. Had been, oh, but all that happened is the sun was about to disappear over the mountain and then it went, yeah. boop. And right. it was like 15 minutes had passed and I'm like, ah! Yeah. And just, I've lost hours but that of was, my life. That, that's like, that's real. That's he, if he had the LSD that I had, who knows, he would have somehow called the fucking <laughs> National Guard. He would have been... Who, <laughs> Connor, are we talking about? No, no, oh, he called right. me on the call. He would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I've never been in a bar. I feel like I've told this story. If someone will tell me, they'll fucking comment. Like, you retard. You told this on episode two. Probably not. Um, or they'll be happy to hear the story again. But uh, I remember being in a bar talking to someone and being kind of nervous to leave the bar and thinking that the bar was only, say this is the bar, it really went maybe the same length again and there's a wall, but the wall was covered in a mirror and getting a drink. And I remember one of the guys I was with, 
He's a real big bulky guy. This is after you've dropped acid. This, this is, is after liquid LSD. We went and hid in a bar. Yeah. Worst idea ever. Um, you're yeah. supposed to be in the field with someone you like. Um, and the guy's with, he's so big. And he kind of saw us and went to squeeze in between and like bump drinks out of people's hands next to us. So people start looking and we're all like, oh shit, don't look at us. And then I go to walk thinking I'm going to go for a walk, find the toilet down this long. Oh, sorry. I'm going to walk. And All I the think way the down this here. long bar. Well, as I turn, yeah, as I'm turning, I realize that's not a mirror. The bar goes fucking <laughs> miles that way. I'm in a huge venue. I think I'm in like a tiny bar, but I'm in a massive <laughs> venue. And they're like instant real reality of like, it opens up. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like the room's going to swallow me. And I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here now. Like, oh, let's go. I think we literally like slammed the beers on the bar and like three of us ran, like shuffling each other, holding each other, like, ah, and like screamed on the way out. Hold me. Yeah, people would have been like, what Help the me fuck? Out of this. I remember running and feeling like I was flying. I never vividly remember that. Like just you, feeling like not, you don't feel it's not like you ever if I go for a run now my lungs and my muscles are going to hurt really bad yeah. Um, but yeah none like I felt like you were able to pull gears you're like <laughs> 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 oh. and then not puffed afterwards it was the strangest thing ever like you that sprint like odd. 200 meters and stop you're like that was interesting <laughs> Would you go like, you know, travel to, uh, I don't know, Argentina and go to some weird cities and drop some acid and see what the fuck happens? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've traveled enough. I'm a bit, well, mind you, I did take a lot of mushrooms in Thailand to the extent where like people's faces were melting. It mm. was interesting. People I knew, their faces were normal. Yeah. People I didn't know, they had like cysts growing out of their head. Wow. I was like... Phew. Would have made it real hard to pick up that night. Oh, I was just looking at the sand most of the time. <laughs> oh, my God. It was... That was full on. So, yeah, I can't say I wouldn't do it. Absolutely. Of course I fucking do it. Mushrooms are one of those weird things, though, that, like, it's a fungus. It, it just grows of its own accord. And the psilocybin variety grow freely in Australia. Mm. You just have to know where. It yeah. just has to have the right conditions. But... It's illegal to grow them and it's illegal to own them, to have them. <clears throat> I don't, like that, I find that a very complex uh, legal position to. It's uh, more to ridiculous than weed because yeah. it's not. Well, weed as well. Weed is the same experience that, you know, old mate ringing the fucking call 911 in the US. Your experience and then my experience is they're like a scale, right? He mm. doesn't want to do it again. It doesn't work for him. You're nearly there and I have like a 25% chance that if I smoke weed, I'm going to end up crying in the car, begging <laughs> to be put to bed. I mean, weed and psilocybin, like some people would take mushrooms and be like, oh, fucking hell, what have I done? I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, I feel Where like that'd be me. I love them. Not, mm. But that's not mean I'm going to have one before I go to work in the morning. Like... They're, they're like no, a that, commitment. I, yeah, you have to you have to make sure that the next eight to ten hours is is free. Mind you, there's probably dumb people that would have them, and when it's happening, dumb and you know mentally susceptible people would go would not know how to handle what's happening. Mm. Probably doing it with an equally stupid person, and then they're like, "I think we need to lay down in front of trains. I think this will solve the problem. <laughs> I think that's the off button is standing, the train yeah. standing on a roof. Like, yeah, let's jump off. Yeah. It'll fix it immediately. Yeah, it definitely does. This will make it go away. It, it turns it off. It's I don't like all, how I'm feeling. all over. That's actually um, uh, the almost more funny than the LSD, liquid drop LSD story was the mushrooms, <laughs> and. Um, I was really, really... Well, what we did was we had mushroom tea 
and then ate some mushrooms. And then just to make sure we were in big trouble because it was a mate's 35th birthday was, and weed, we had to punch a cone, mm. two cones each. So I don't smoke bongs. I don't really smoke Jesus weed. Jesus Christ. So, so this is, you're in Thailand at this point. No, no, this is no, this here. Is <coughs> this is here. Excuse me. And, um, Professional AUF. So, and we made a bong, we made a kitten bong. Um, it was made out of like a plastic ornamental cat and mm-hmm. we drilled its head out and added all the rest of the orifices that you need to smoke weed through mm-hmm. a vessel and um, did a cone, goes around the circle, did another cone, like hovering back inside. Meanwhile, the mushrooms are ooh, <laughs> simmering up into existence <laughs> and I remember being at the poker table like... <laughs> whose hand was it and everyone's at the same everyone is zombies like and i gotta go to the bathroom and going to the bathroom and it's this tiny little well most bathrooms it's just a toilet on its own and being at at the toilet and i'm peeing and this and this warm this warm feeling is coming over me so there's two strange things happen first of all I look up from the bowl and the wall is no longer the wall. I'm standing on the, you know, a cliffs of the Greek Isles looking out over the sun setting and the, the ocean warm breeze and the sun is on me. I look down and there's someone's fucking, someone's behind me. I can see someone's feet when I look down and I look behind me and I'm like, it's the bathroom. And I'm like, is this, hold on. And I keep looking down at my feet and I'm thinking there's someone behind me. It's my fucking feet. Oh, did you not think that someone was pissing through your legs? I was, I was a bit lost at that point. <laughs> look down and you see but someone man, else. Every time feet. I looked down, I didn't know I was wearing those shoes. <laughs> Where did the 98 New Balance come from? I was like, oh, fucking Steve fucking. Jobs over here. Oh, and that was like literally someone pulling like, um, you know, the old film slides you used to have as a kid where yeah, you yeah. twist them. When you're way, way back, you used to put films in them. Yeah. It was like someone swapping scenes on me while I'm standing <laughs> pissing. Like, Mykonos bathroom, Mykonos bathroom, strangers' feet, shit. Oh, and I remember coming out of the bathroom and screaming, laughing, just because I knew I was back in the comfort of with my also cooked friends. And they didn't think me laughing was funny. They thought it was scary that I'm screaming on the ground, laughing, and just staring and like thumping the carpet oh fucking hell that, that is a you i don't know how they can assess you whether you uh, should be able to take it i mean that's probably why it's illegal that there's certain people that shit is gonna put them in a fucking ward where me i was just an awesome it's like being a kid again you just everything's like you're a child right, but look let's not worry about the the fact that it's illegal um because it's a drug that's mm. fine let's say any illicit substance, of course, being illicit means it is illegal by, by its very definition, but any of the fun drugs, right? So let's say you're LSD, uh, heroin, cocaine, MDMA, mm. um, mushrooms. Did I say cannabis? No, cannabis. Mm. Um, <coughs> all of those, right? Let's say, okay, morally, ethically, they should be illegal. The confusing part around most of those is they need some level of manufacture to get to a consumable drug that's actually going to have some sort of um, yeah. a psychoactive effect on you yes. in some in whatever capacity <clears throat> or even if it's just a physical thing mm. um, the the two that I've find a little bit challenging cannabis I understand that that's not something that's just <clears throat> going to grow anywhere no right you need to actually plant it and cultivate it and, and put some effort in Mushrooms, however, 
that's that's my original point is mushrooms will just grow willy-nilly on the and side of the pan, fucking road i'm pretty sure overnight too based on the conditions it can they can just literally spring up overnight they're crazy like they're they're, they're, they're a crazy crazy thing right fungus is a fucking freaky thing it weirds me out but I could have mushrooms growing down the back of my property and I will not... Because you, you don't go and plant mushrooms. Um, no. It, it, you, you, you get the spores if you're going to grow them and then you put them in um, bags of sawdust and then that's how you would grow them. But that's that's the only way to really cultivate them and grow yeah. them in your own sort of controlled setting. Mm. The fact that these illegal mushrooms will just sprout up in, in my back paddock perhaps because there was some cow shit there. That's what I find very confusing. Is like, the cow the manufacturer? Yeah, right. It's yeah. part of the supply chain. That's why we kill them. Ah, yeah. we're getting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we kill all cows. <clears throat> uh, unless the cows have guns. Cows with guns. <laughs> the so that's uh, I find that very challenging to to justify. I get it. I get it. It's it psychoactive. It can bothers fuck me up. an immense amount. But at the same time, if you eat the wrong berries off a tree, mm. they'll fucking kill you. And if you eat the wrong mushrooms, they're probably pretty bad <coughs> yeah, for you Yeah, for too. sure. Absolutely. And I'm not suggesting anybody go out there and, and pick the mushrooms. Connor has suggested that he's definitely the man yeah, for Yeah, he's for, picked a substantial amount. Knowing. He was responsible for... One of your trips. Well, for that guy standing behind me in the bathroom. Right, okay. <laughs> so, so that, that I don't understand how they can regulate that in good faith. How can they say that they're illegal, but they could just be growing in my back paddock without me knowing? And That's a weird thing. It is very strange, isn't it? It'd be like all of a sudden Lantana. Mm. Okay. It's now illegal. You guys get rid of it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Good luck to you. It's illegal, cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I guess mushrooms are in a similar, like if they were as, um, you know, if they were around as much and as, you know, popular in growth in regular places, like Mm -hmm. if they were every house in the right conditions, they just popped up. I mean, they would have to come fucking poison the things or deal with it well yeah, you can't really poison it right because it's no it doesn't work it grows it's from very, spores and it's a very strange it's like trying to stop mold yeah similar down good luck with that yeah I don't know it's very confusing the um through the coronavirus um situation that transpired I actually had a, an amazing time it's been amazing I've been working from home every day I'm mm-hmm. enjoying that no, no commuting to Sydney at the moment that's good um so there's four hours a week for eight hours a week back um it's been winter and it fucking sucks commuting during winter as well mm-hmm. um and nobody else has really had anything to do so it's been great to be able to hang out and do some stuff on the farm and respect social distancing not make out and stuff like that but yeah. that has been really good i've really i've really enjoyed it was it. awesome now everything's opening up again it's like oh the world has, has come back well to like going boring. i went out <coughs> I was looking at new furniture today and like the shops were fucking out of control. Like it was so many people. It was hard to park and then there's just tons and tons of people yeah. and you're like, oh fuck, I preferred it when no one was coming out. It was yeah. like, oh, traffic was weird. Like it was actually, was weird. I was like, what the fuck? I got angry. I'm like, cause I'm not used to traffic. Tonight. Other than the fact that I live on the coast, it's not that bad. Yeah. But getting caught in it in a weird time, I was like, what the fuck are all these cars doing? But yeah, it's, it's just normalness. Everyone just go back into your homes. Yeah, well, the second wave might sort that out. Fuck, I hope so. Hopefully it's morphed and it wipes out a bunch of Karens. <laughs> Just has a particular propensity motor- to take them out. Yeah, motorbike thieves. Motorbike thieves would be a really fucking good one. That'd be great, actually. Anyone who's, who takes... <clears throat> excuse me, takes pleasure in taking 
away other people's pleasure. They're, mm. they're pieces of shit. Yeah, like my car. <laughs> your car has stolen your soul. Yeah, that's. Um, I thought you were gonna get that. When you supposed to replace oh, well. the inner cooler pipe? Well, <clears throat> wasn't that my car be like being my car being my car? So mm. replace the inner cooler pipe, and while, you did. Well, I didn't. I paid Declan to do it. Okay, right, but it did um, get done. I paid Expressly at. Uh, Tugger to do it. Okay. Um, and when they had the intercooler pipe off, they noticed my front mount had about a liter of oil in it. Right. So. Um, you mean your front mount oil cooler? My front mount oil cooler. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah, um, it runs heaps better, but it always also on start likes to burn a fuckload of oil, and until it's got through the whatever amount it chooses to burn, it splutters and runs horribly. But there's also electrical gremlins, and Declan showed me handful of cables that were loose in the fucking engine bay and I'm like nice. this has all happened I haven't no this all happened fresh this week yeah, so right. I've got the nice plasma man cold side replacement pipe on mm. and then Dexon's like you probably need a new front mount but let's just try cleaning it out first which we're going to do this week and put a catch can on yeah, right. but on the forums as always there's a couple of experts but they all claim to be diesel mechanics as opposed to the rest of them say you shouldn't put a catch can on them because you should be, um, you get better engine longevity out of the oil and the rings. And I'm like, I don't think a liter in your front mount, that doesn't make any sense to me. No. Like when it's affecting the car so performance. It's an aftermarket option. Yeah. Install yes. a liter of, uh, liter of oil in your so front So I think we'll be cleaning it out and seeing how it runs and putting a catch can on because, and I mean, the options other than the fact that I can do very, very basic maintenance myself. I, you know, I've got plenty of mates that can help and I don't mind taking it to the mechanic for it, you know, more frequent than a required, you know, yeah. basic servicing to keep the thing running. But it also must have, it, Declan thinks there might be an immobilizer have belonged on the car at some point mm. because the other day, literally the day he fixed it, we went, went out, grabbed dinner together and we got back to the car and it fucking wouldn't start. That's it. Wow. And he's like, this has happened before. But when it's like, Battery's full. Like last time it happened, which was about fuck, it'd be started this year. And he brought a um, is it a multi or a voltmeter? Multimeter. 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 Yeah. He's like your battery's fucking perfect. Right. And he's like, it is. There's something stopping it from firing. It's trying to start as hard as it can. There's something. So the starter was cranking. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just won't kick. And then he like that's what he was thinking. He's like, I saw lots of loose wires in there. You're probably gonna need to get dealt with. Because yep. who knows what the fuck they are. Wow. Um, and yeah, he's like, it's very, like, it's so old that it has this kind of gremlin. There's mm. no engine lights, nothing. And when it runs, it runs perfectly. But it's still throwing error codes, isn't it? No. <clears throat> no error really? codes. Okay. I left the house yesterday. And then this is all, it's all like correlation through experience trying to like, you know, hypothesize what the fuck's going on with it. There's been so many mechanics, including Nissan for fucking weeks and they couldn't work out shit. Jesus. But um, yeah, like started it was it yesterday morning, and it was hunting, ran rough, and then I went hit the first hill and realized it was a limp mode, but with no, no didn't lights. throw any lights, no codes, really? and it was two thousand RPM max, hold it flat to the floor, and I pulled over, turned it off, turned it back on, revved its guts out, just tons of blue smoke come out, mm. and it's spluttering, and then once it's finished spluttering, drives perfectly. Wow. So I think we've got to sort the fucking, a little, the oil, the front mount oil cooler. <laughs> Start with your front mount oil cooler. Yeah. We thought it was split too, but there's no oil leakage on the other split, but fucking what a headache. Oh, it's a shame that it is. The D40 
what is it? STX 550. Yeah. It's the, actually a really good thing. I've, the three liter V6. Fuck it. Oh, having that, like a pipe that's not slipping. Because instead of having a joint where the oil pulls and allows it to like slip. Yeah. There's no joint there. They've made the pipe just go all the way down yeah. to the front mount. Okay, right. So it's just one piece. <clears throat> so you can rev the fucking tits out of it now and it's yeah. no longer leaking. So okay. it's already driving 10 times better. Right, except it still has this weird yeah, it's not got these kind of issue. problems. And that's the thing, we might fix the front mount issue and put yeah. the catch can in and now that issue's fixed. But is there actually an electrical fault that, you mm-hmm. know, twice a year, it'll... Nothing. What yeah, the fuck's right. going on? Is there an immobilizer? So might take it to an auto e-lake, oh, but, but that's a fucking... Bensky's one. Ah, hey, Bensky. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like doing work you shouldn't be doing <laughs> for free? No, definitely not for free. Uh, that's not how he works. No, of course not. <laughs> we'll, we'll trade services. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, actually, it's a, it's a very good point. Um, cool. All right, well, I think that's an hour in. I think that's a good soft relaunch. Yeah, I think that'll do for now. Um yeah, I'm going to try and get a cadence of probably one a week out. One a week at an hour. I've been doing all my um, motorbike riding as well. So I was funny because I thought that would... Um, it was interesting because I was thinking of subjects and then thought, that's the shittest thing. You did that once. It was the worst ever. It ruined it. I was like, just f- go in there blank and it'll work. Uh, but it was funny. I was like, I wonder if riding will come up because both of us have been on two wheels a lot. True. Um, me You've been on, back me on, on your push BMXs, yep. BMX, you whatever. It's same fucking thing. Who gives a Mine's shit? got bigger wheels than you. <laughs> Mine's got twenty-nine inch wheels. Who cares? It goes faster, That's slower. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I do bigger jumps. We'll stop there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For now. Well, actually, forever. I'm not, I'm not into jumping. Yeah. I, no, I, I was like, like come on, it, you know, you know me. You you do a jump, and you're like, okay, so I did 40 feet on the motor. I'd be like, make me a 50 foot jump. Come on. <laughs> That's true. Let's get some earth moving equipment going. I want to break myself yeah. or beat you. Both of those. That's would be true. Victories. I just want to win, Josh. Yeah, yeah, I just want to win. I don't care what the cost is. Uh, no, that's been yeah. I've I've because um the whole hiatus for everybody else's benefit. I think I've already had this conversation with you, but hmm. uh, October, so November, December, we're a little bit shitty trying to organize people to come and have a chat. Hmm. Um, everyone's getting busy coming into Christmas. Days are getting longer, and I bought uh, a motorbike around that stage as well, yeah. a road bike. So I was getting out and, you know, wind in my uh, thinning hair and all that sort of shit to coming in and and, and enjoying the weather. So, it's the sounds of the freeway. Oh, some engine braking. On the Jake brake, mate. Um, So, that's what happened coming into the end of last year. Then, January was a pretty shit time. Had a bit of a fuck around with my ex and we decided we'd try and go away on holidays together with the kids which turned out to be a tremendously bad idea even though everybody said Josh that's a tremendously bad idea I don't (laughs) recommend you do it I did it anyway and lo and behold why didn't they let me know it was going to be shit so uh, seven days into an 11 day holiday I ended up saying fuck this we're leaving Um, then so I got back here just before New Year's and then basically all of January I was just fucking ruined I just Mm. mentally I'm just like life sucks I fucking hate it Mm. coming into February starting to feel better so I'm starting to have a chat with some people around um, coming down and and getting on the pod and then all of this COVID stuff started to kick off 
And so then it was like, well, what's the fucking point? Like, I can't get anybody to do anything. No, no one's fucking leaving their house. No. And, and oh, we all know how I, shit Zoom podcasts are. If you've done one, you're a cunt. I'm fucking so sick of watching them. Oh, I haven't watched a single one. Oh, I've watched two. Uh, and they're... Yeah, fuck you, Zoom podcasters, you pieces of shit. No, they're the worst. Just don't do a podcast. If you can't be fucking in the same room, don't fucking do it. They're awful. If you mm. need someone to call in, they don't like you enough to be close to you, so... <laughs> fucking... That is true, yeah. They don't give a shit about you. No, they don't all. care. Yeah. And all you're too cheap yeah. to fly them Sure, I'll, I'll stare at my computer while I'm talking to you. I have no pants on. Like, fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> Should do a pants-off pod. Actually, that'd be a really good podcast. That pants-off pod. Yeah. They're kind of a little bit Hamish and Andy, though, with the whole uh, pants-off Friday that they used to Oh, do. yeah. So that's um, there. That's more or less the, the whole hiatus um, situation that, that happened. But, yeah, it, through all of that, I've, I've just been, um, you know, I'm a YouTube creator now. Not sure if you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Content, yeah. content, content. Content, content, content. Yeah, so I've just been um, figuring out how to do all the, the video editing shit, which I'm quite enjoying. Um, yeah, it seems to come together quite well. Doing, and I like to get the... Um, the efficiencies, uh, like I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. I want to make it as simple as possible. So I've just been re-engineering the way that um, in, and I'm learning some terms as well. So you know that the text down the bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. you may already know this, I'm not sure, but when it's like the person's name and some subtext or whatever, or, yeah. you know, the name of a suburb or whatever yep. the case is, that's called a lower third. Yep. You knew that? No. No, cool. So we're learning together. <clears throat> well, I'm teaching you. But you and you and me people that are listening so um so that's called a lower third so it's easy enough to get some text on there that's a lower third it's a different thing to get it to look good and then it's a different thing again to get it to look good and to also have it animated and we don't realize that the small things about animation actually make a huge difference to us and i've I've spent a little bit of time in the user experience and user interface design stuff Mm. being a web developer and working in that sort of sphere and mobile apps and whatever um and and I have discovered over the years that if you do put like a subtle drop shadow on something or yep. when you interact with something, it moves up, you know, two pixels. That really changes the way that people use yeah. something, changes the way that it feels hugely. So I'm like, okay, well, I want this lower third. I don't, I'm not a designer, but I'm like, fuck it. I'll just have a crack and see what happens. So the idea is this lower third is effectively a little mini movie in and of itself. So it, like, an icon drops down from the top and a circle grows out and then the icon drops and lands on the circle in the mm-hmm. middle of the circle and then a banner comes out from the right-hand side of the circle and then another banner drops down from that banner. It's just simple. When you watch it, it's fucking less than a second's worth of animation. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, okay, cool. That's It's interesting. I've figured out how to do this stuff. But then you do that for the next thing that's five minutes further down the timeline on the movie and then you go back and you copy-paste that movie. You copy that movie paste it over here it's called a composition so you copy that composition paste it further here down the timeline then you go in and you edit that composition directly and you change okay well i've changed the icon so i have to change how far it starts outside of the screen because the icons are slightly different size and then you change the text and then you do it again five minutes further down so i'm like fuck this this sucks being a programmer i'm like i do not like doing the same thing nice so I'm now working on more like the enterprise level of what proper production companies do because I'm like, I don't like doing the same shit over and over again. So I'm now getting into macros and like uh, exporting um, uh, alpha supporting um, compositions, which basically just compile down to or extract down to PNGs effectively. Yeah. Um, if you call them pings, you're a piece of shit. Uh, PNGs. 
Um, yeah, so I'm doing all that level of stuff now so I can get the edits out a bit more quickly and concentrate more on the storyline rather than what the UI elements look like yeah. and how, how it sort of interacts. Time suck. Yeah, and, I, and you know, I'm not in it for the, the love of interacting with software. I'm in it for the love of getting a fucking output. You want the outcome, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cool. Um, yeah, you'll have to um, get yourself uh, an action camera. I know you've talked about it and you said yeah, you wanted to really get your old one. Get some, uh, I get some can't testers. find that old one. Mind you, we are moving this weekend, so it might appear. It'll probably so. Because there's lots of boxes that are unopened from our last place. Good luck with the move. I'm sure it'll go well. Uh, I don't think my car can get up the new driveway. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, it's so fucking steep. Dude. And it's so thin. I tried to go there in the middle of the night, and I thought I was going off it. Like my wheel went, and I'm oh, like, really? like, holy, oh, and there's no, there's nothing to help. It just sheer drop, like, Damn. nine feet onto the road. And I was like, <clears throat> insurance job? No. Um, I think my roof would cave in so badly if it rolled. Wow. But, um, I'm, How the fuck are you, are you guys going to get a removal truck? Or? Well, I haven't spoken to Chris about it yet, but um, I think maybe we will try because I'm sure it might be easier just to get a Pantech and start at like one house, put all the shit in and then mm. go to the next Go to his. Well, that trucks that, that I've, we've hired, I've hired when, yeah. when I've moved before and you've been there. Um, the um, thrifty guys just up the road here. Yeah. It's, it's, it costs you fuck all for the day and you just drive it on a car license. Yeah. It's definitely worthwhile instead of doing many, many, many trips with utes and trailers. Well, because I'm whatever. not a real man, I can't and have never driven a car with a trailer on. Um, mm. And this street never. is... Never. Never. You've never driven a car with a trailer no. on? No. And this is not the street to fucking start on either. It's right. it's only one car wide. Well, so that's perfect because it's not a main road. Like that's the one you don't want to start on. Like you don't want to have to try and reverse a trailer in if it's a four <laughs> lane highway. No, true. Right. So it's a side. It's a little side street. I think that's perfect. And it'd be one of those moments you're there for. Like there'd just be CCTV of like this constant. No, no, no. Steer the other way. Steer into it. <laughs> and, and that'll be your introduction to your neighbours as well because they'll all be sitting. I'll there be jackknifed up on their curbs like. It'll be like, hey, love, check out this fucking loser out the front here. <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know, but he's been doing it for 45 minutes. I don't even think, I'd be, if I can conquer the driveway up, which is like, it's not really worth it. If I can risk. give you some advice for your next house, never move into a house that has a steep driveway. It fucking sucks. Oh, the, the it's, soul it was out of the you. second we w noticed it, we're like, that's going to suck, but this mm. is a short term rental. So, yeah. so and, luckily, because it's a short-term rental, Ready. you'll have to move out very soon also. Yeah. yeah. How good is that? And it's really big too, so cleaning up is going to be awesome. <laughs> right. So there's going to be heaps hard to clean and also... So this weekend and then in six months' time are going to be two mm -hmm. of the most miserable fucking weekends in existence. But I'm actually just so glad to be moving. I look forward to being able to give you a hand. Actually, yeah, let me know um, this. what day you're moving. Um, the whole weekend. Perry can I have Friday off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming uh, Perry's going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy Make listening time. to Anthony Robbins <laughs> and Gary V. Uh, yeah. No, nah, not anymore. He's retired then. Um, listen <laughs> to it? the inner voice. Um, yeah, I'll probably take Friday off and uh, with Chris and just rip it. I'd, I'd like to think we'd have all the shitty stuff. I'd like to think we'd just have it all done by Friday night and then Saturday is literally just arranging the inside bits and going to Kmart and spending $1,000 on shit that's going to be in the bin in six months. Oh, well, that's most everything in Kmart, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, but it's, um, yeah, looking forward to that. But the dry, it's, maybe it's probably worth filming, to be honest. Even just to watch Chris 
fucking cursed me out. Well, he's got quite a bit of stuff stored here. I don't That's know how much he's going to take. There is a storage space Oh, okay. There. He's going to keep it here. Okay. Depends. Depends. Oh, I don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me. I just <laughs> wasn't sure if he needed all of it to the, um, There's a storage slash shed garage thing. But when I went to look, it's nowhere near the carport. And this is a block like this. Right. Okay. <laughs> so it's... And it's like... Uh, what in the what middle. Ralph was doing then was the white power salute. Yes. <laughs> What's well, not okay? <laughs> was it or was it was that the Macarena or uh, was was the time warp? Dabbing. You were dabbing. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, it was a white dab though. Um <laughs> how privileged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be interesting moving in. But um, actually Chris's car, we don't even know if it goes up the driveway yet. Because it's like street. No, it's nearly so goes park. No, He's gonna go, Ugh, stop. <laughs> All right, well, we'll stop boring these good people with the yeah. details of your move. Anyway, um, thanks very much for listening, guys, if you've made it this far. I think we're uh, hour and 15 minutes in. Um, be back probably by the end of this week with another episode. Take it easy, guys. You're not alone out there. See you, guys. See you the next time.